The old adage of try or die applies to most things in life. You do your best or you've failed trying. It's considered a net good. However, like most things in life, George Orwell, or rather Eric Blair, flips most things. At the time of writing his book, Animal Farm, the World War II had just concluded and the Soviet Union was being celebrated as a war hero because they had fought and largely contributed to the downfall of Nazi Germany. As well, it was being considered an incredibly productive state under its huge industrialism. However, as we know, the Soviet Union was actually best known today for its abuses rather than its celebrations. And at the time, many did not want to believe Soviet anything ill of Soviet Russia. However, Orwell chose to flip that. And so he wrote Animal Farm, but rather than the old adage of try or die, he really precludes try, cry, repeat, in which under Animal Farm, it's really an analogy for the Soviet Union. First with a little context. So the story ultimately starts out with animals on Manor Farm gaining a sort of nationalism. They were going to a sort of rebellion against the, an or the humans upon the farm who were abusing them with low food, physical beatings, and all the such, as well as very large amounts of exploitation. The idea of animal farms stems from a concept that was invented called animalism, and it's really an analogy for communism, but rather than it being invented by Karl Marx under the idea of an ideal society, which would have to be carried out through an ideal government, is carried out through a large hog on the farm called Major, in which his thoughts of and sort of revelations of animalism ultimately come about just before he's butchered and that stems most of the resolution. But rather than Karl Marx talking about communism, the idea of animalism is simply that animals are rather actually much more superior than humans because humans do not produce anything. They are the only organism on the farm that does not produce but only consumes. So with that, of course, the story of Animal Farm ultimately carries out where the animals simply rebel against the humans. They overthrow the farm, and which it now becomes Animal Farm, because there are no humans left. And as humans continue to fight back against the animals and attempt to retake the territory, the animals actually continue to succeed and push them off every single time. As a matter of fact, as soon as the humans were expelled from Manor Farm, the animals actually committed a harvest without the use of human equipment and not only were able to complete it earlier and in a shorter amount of time, but also more efficiently, where there was a much larger harvest. This is really good. However, it creates a class system in which on the farm, pigs are considered the elite. However, they defend themselves not only as just being superior, but also having access to resources because they're considered inherently smarter, even Propaganda is spread by the pigs about the pigs being better. Of course, the other animals, they are considered and represented uneducated and stupid. Therefore, they immediately concede to the pigs because they seem to sound pretty. They seem to use big words. Therefore, they have must big brain. But this is not true. As we see continued in the book, not only do pigs continue to take resources from other animals under the guise of utilitarianism, what's best for the common good but also the exploitation of individuals, in which where previously humans were criticized as for not producing anything, the pigs do not produce anything. They simply sit back, supervise, and dine. That's it. The other animals, they cry, they bleed, they sweat for all the work that the pigs put them through, and they receive virtually nothing. If anything, about halfway through the book, about chapter six and beyond, we see abuses beginning, in which the animals previously on Animal Farm, who celebrated large increases in food and joys of life, 
who are now being restricted to the same rations they received under humans. Where originally the message of animalism was to sort of usurp the human capitalist system, it's now become an instrument of this capitalist abuse. Just as we saw in Soviet Russia, where communism, the society was celebrated as incredibly efficient. However, that's only because no one outside of Russia knew of the dehumanizing abuses that led to such capitalistic ideology. And just as Stalin justified this under efficiency and only just a temporary method of capitalism, when rather they advocated for communism, Animal, animalism does virtually the same. An animal farm in which the pigs had re previously established not to interact with humans unless they want to undermine their own basis of animalism and their own ideology, the pigs go and do it. Not only do they, do they enlist ill human in order to interact with the outside world, but they also interact with trade with other farms quite frequently. In addition, at the very end of the novel, ultimately, after all these abuses and all this contradiction between their previous ideas, the pigs basically become humans. Not only are they cited as walking on their hind legs, just as humans do, with the previous old saying of two legs bad, four legs good, by a basic ideology from the stem of animalism, but they continue to converse with humans, in which the ending of the novel concludes that humans and pigs, they're virtually the same now. They both smoke, they both drink, they both talk, they both stand. In which the rest of the animals on Animal Farm are simply just instruments. They don't know any better because they're inherently stupider, therefore they are less, have no value, and only serve as a capitalistic instrument. In the real world, it's not hard to see the same thing. Say, previous worker laws, where we had individuals who, of persons of female gender or third gender or even children, who did not have protections extended to them, not just in the United States, but in the world, in which those individuals were then pressed under the idea that you earn minimum wage, say 1130, congratulations, you have a living. That's all you need to justify your existence because previously you had no job, therefore this is in magnitudes better. And as the pig propaganda animal farm mirrors that, their previous status under the manor farm, under Farmer Jones was terrible. So comparatively, it's better. Is it ideal? No. Does it undermine their positions under animalism? Yes. Is it abusive? Also yes. Very observant of you. What I find interesting is the contradiction and really the old idea that absolute power corrupts absolute, where the pigs are considered in a position because they happen to have eloquent speech, they're able to articulate their ideas and they have the ability to process ideas as well as produce them, they then perceive themselves as infinitely better. If pigs were at an equal standing with the other animals, or rephrase, if the other animals were at an equal standing with the pigs, same intelligence, same articulation, same thought process, it's very unlikely that the pigs would have been able to take control. If anything, they would have struggled. And if anything, they would have been criticized as not only do they not work, but they do not produce. Keep in mind that the only product of pigs is bacon and good old pork. Their only product is in death, and that's really their only use in the real world. And that's honestly their only use in Animal Farm, in which simply... They have no value. They produce nothing, they consume everything, and they contribute nothing. One of my other common ideas, or one that I find interesting, is the idea of 
following where in one of the one of the characters in the story boxer who is a very large horse and is arguably the hardest worker as well as the most loyal follower of the pigs let's say the pigs regime let's say that is that boxer adopts a saying that napoleon is always right and napoleon is the leader of this sort of pig regime and is considered this dictator he's basically joseph stalin and ultimately boxer is exactly what a dictator wants they want an ideal follower who doesn't question things and simply works for the satisfaction of contributing to the rest of the farm and this sort of blind leadership it's it's a double-edged coin like most things where some things are perceived good but as life goes on too much or too little of anything will kill you without a doubt so when you look at this coin this not 50 cent piece but sort of exploitation coin you see that this sort of blind following it's incredibly beneficial if you're a dictator and ultimately allows you to manipulate individuals even more because you're able to get a bandwagon bandwagon propaganda and it's also the other side of it is that it's incredibly concerning in which if this one individual or this sort of group of the population happens to come under doubt the entirety of your regime comes undone and like most things in society democracy presidency autocracy dictatorship fascism math society work life marriage everything is hinged on a very few amount of pins just a few pieces of duct tape and while duct tape fixes all problems it's not necessarily the most durable and like in animal farm and the soviet union ultimately if you have a leak then it allows water to get out and ultimately this leak becomes a problem it causes long-term damage it causes flooding it causes a lot of mold it causes a lot of excess impacts animal farm by george orwell is certainly a revolutionary idea not just in the past where it was sort of contradicting most ideas and concepts and perceptions of the soviet union but also in today's world we're able to see that not only was communism carried out incorrectly while communism is actually quite good and is supported as so it's ultimately the execution of an action or an idea and the enforcement of it. As we see in the Soviet Union and as we see on Animal Farm, there are very few linchpins, but these linchpins are incredibly important. While propaganda may have been able to satiate Animal Farm in the real, in the real world, Soviet Union, very small leaks became very large problems. And ultimately, just as you may have a small population while devoted, you can exploit that. Same thing as we can see. If there's a very small leak, it can be exploited. George Orwell, very cool guy. I do suggest reading Animal Farm, but ultimately when you look at it, it's not against communism. It's not against dictatorship. It's against the exploitation of individuals under a communist or a utopian ideology in which the old adage of absolute power corrupts absolute absolutely holds true. And in addition, at the top where I said, try or die, it absolutely applies. However, an animal farm, it's more appropriate to say you try, you cry at your failures, you die, and then you repeat. Because ultimately, you're simply an instrument of the dictatorship. Nothing more, nothing less.